0: Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Port Wanimi, California, Joey now Hello, Andy. Good morning out there. Good afternoon to my East Coast Central Time peeps. Time great, zones great, great, great. Time, zone. how-
1: time zones.
2: How's it going it's out there in Cincinnati, Andy? It's
0: good. I came back Monday. There's a little snow on the ground.
2: Wow. Not much, just
0: a little. Cold.
2: It is ridiculously rainy here right now. Ridiculously. In fact, woke up at 2 a.m. last night. Sorry, 1 30 a.m. Loud emergency. Notification from my phone. Tornado warning. Get, mm. to your, get to your basement. Tornado warning. Go in a in an interior of a lower floor. I stayed in bed. Um, I only have one floor, so I was already on the lower floor. I stayed in bed. Uh, I did not move away from the window. No tornado. Although, right before that, I did, I was like, what is that sound? And then for about 20 minutes, it was like heavy, heavy thunderstorm, crazy wind. And then it settled. Lights went out, had to get up, turn everything off and back on. New place, new refrigerator. Apparently, beep, the freezer beeps for a while after a power outage. I guess to let you know not to open it, maybe if the power's still out or something like that. Um, so I had to do that. And here I am, super rainy day here. I I really like my new uh, podcasting studio because there's a window right in front of me. I usually get some great natural light. Not today. Dark. Darkness. Darkness. Darkness.
0: How was Monday? Was Monday's weather good in in the NOLA? Monday's
2: weather was great. Very, um, very like kind of a perfect day. You know, it was like mid 60s during the day. Got down to. I think low 60s, high 50s in the evening. Great day. Um, first of all, I just want to, before I get into that, shout out all the dirt balls again. I know we like attempted to shout out everybody for supporting the 1,000th on um, when, we, when we recorded the episode Sunday night. The episode Sunday, I mean, Stango was there, CT was there, those guys were wasted, uh, you know, Pete Sestaro there on his, uh, lower the rims campaign. Uh, we were like totally, I mean, it was a long weekend there, long weekend. We're at, I, I remember almost nothing from that podcast except lower the rims and raise the shorts. And, uh, it was just like an amazing weekend. And I, I like looking back on all the pictures and how many dirt balls were there. I still can't believe it. And. As I talked about on Sunday night, we did have plans on on hitting the town again on Sunday, but then Andy Ruther held us hostage, trapped us, locked us in our Airbnb. That's all my fault? And was like, let me know when you're 90 minutes from passing out, and we'll start the podcast. And I was like, Okay. (laughs) Um, but I wanted to say to all the dirt balls, thank you guys for coming out and apologies. If anybody was hoping to meet up on Sunday, one last time, a couple of people were like, dude, we didn't make it out either, but I know a couple people did make it out as well. So my apologies for not making out on Sunday night. Thank you for all the support that weekend. And then Monday, you know, as I had told you, when we first started planning this, I knew I wanted to do a couple, like a day either a day early or a day late or something like that. And it was just a nice day to like get up, go have a a delicious New Orleans brunch. Pete and I both had some New Orleans style French toast and, you know, had a pretty chill day. Then we went down to bourbon street, walked around, finally got down to Lafitte's to get myself a purple drink. Um, We went and got charbroiled oysters at Drago's, like checking some things off the list that I wasn't able to do in a crazy busy weekend beforehand. Then we went and did that awesome open mic on uh, on Monday at the club. Shout out again to Comedy House New Orleans for having us. Chris True for having us. Chris True runs a super fun open mic there. So if you're a True. New Orleans local, um, go check that out at some point. And uh, yeah, great, great final day. Had had tickets to go see some live music after Pizza Star tapped out. He was done. He had an early flight in the morning. I think his flight was at six forty a.m. or something like that. Don't don't book a six forty a.m. flight out of New Orleans. That seems like a terrible idea. Um, But all in all, a great uh, a great weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm still tired. I mean, we're old. Like that's part of it, you know. Sunday night, obviously, I had computer thing I was trying to figure out with Apple, which. I did Monday. I was on the phone with a senior. They they had to kick me to a senior senior, advisor. a senior, senior advisor. advisor. Two hours.
1: What's that?
0: Two hours. Went into everything. We actually went into Streamyard too. We we could not identify the problem. He finally identified it, and porn,
2: massive amounts of porn. He was like you're on the Epstein client list. That's the problem. They're, they're trying yeah. to wipe your hard drive.
0: Yeah, well, or it was something. It, it was not It was a Apple issue. It was wow. them on their, on their back end and connected to their iCloud, which was. Didn't I say it had something to do with iCloud? I mean,
2: did you? I did. Because remember your iCloud thing was like kind of spinning and like loading and stuff like that. I was like, maybe it's got something to do with your iCloud, like pumping it.
0: They just kept reloading the same files over and over again. And and it was just filling up the space. But the thing we still have not figured out, which is eerie, you talk about the age of artificial intelligence. There was wave files titled things like Phoenix or Sports City. It was a lot of dirty sports stuff, but not actual clips we ever pulled. And it would say like Trevor Lawrence, this it was discussions we've had on the show. Wow. They were clipping it for us. They were clipping it for us into wave files and it was going into iCloud, which even he was like, cause I explained everything and he goes, Oh, you have a podcast. He goes, so did you say, I go, these were never saved files. They're grabbing segments of a podcast, which is so eerie and just clipping them into a wave file. Wow.
2: That is wild because you think, I mean, there are podcasts out there that edit things, you know, So imagine having clips made of like podcast of things you didn't say you didn't, you didn't want aired and it's just like going into a file and then being uploaded to the cloud.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. But I was, I was just so spent and getting old sucks because I also didn't have time to have that day. I really wish I had that day to just lounge. Everything was great but just having that day yeah right i got so, back
2: i got back on tuesday was back up here um by the afternoon um really relaxed afternoon my my girlfriend's out of town so you know it was like unpacking throwing stuff in the laundry whatever went to bed last night and was like sorry went to bed two nights ago went to bed tuesday night And it was one of those things where it's like long weekend podcast is until Thursday. Girlfriend's not in town. Dogs aren't here. Just sleep and don't even set an alarm, just like no alarm sleep. And I didn't actually end up sleeping in crazy late, but I just slept. I think it was, I think it was a combo of the fact that I was really tired and a combo of the fact that I slept with a mindset of no alarm. I woke up not that late, like nine, 15, something like that. But that one of those sleeps where like your mouth was closed so tightly the whole time you were so sound asleep that like things grew in there, you know, where you're like you breathe for the first time in the morning and you're like, what is that taste? It come. was just that, that hard comes come in the mouth sleep yeah somebody came and here. now Apple is uploading a file to your computer called Come in the Mouth dot wave.
0: So, what are we going to rate the Airbnb? Because I wanted to bring this up. Is on it a air. five
2: star review? Is it a five star scale?
0: Correct, it's five star. But I had a conversation with some people. I wanted to spitball the situation with no body wash no shampoo, no conditioner. Somebody said to me, I've never had that when I've stayed in Airbnbs. So then I was like, okay, I I was like, really? Cause I've always had that. Yeah.
2: I think there's a new thing now. I mean, obviously it's not the case in new Orleans, uh, because it's such a, you know, vacation, like, you know, people go for weekends there all the time. People go, whatever. But to me there, I know there's a new thing these days where there are a lot of places that have cut back on airbnbs and you have to stay for a certain amount of time and whatever, like if you're going somewhere for a week, maybe you prep to bring that stuff. But if you're going in and out on a couple of days, like they need to have, I'm not, you don't have to have toothpaste for me.
0: So, you know? her, and also the, the woman who I was talking to about this said, I don't know about you. She's like, I don't trust. So you're using just this community. And I go, I'm a dude. I never thought about that. A community body wash, a community. You know, it was coming out of a dispenser. She goes, you don't know what's in that. So there was that whole discussion. And of course, homeboy hit me up with, uh, you'll rate and review us. You give us five stars. We'll give you five stars. And I'm thinking, your place wasn't that good, bro. Yeah.
2: It wasn't that good. It was, it was fine it was it was it was very clearly a like do the bare minimum turn and burn people are gonna come here for uh fucking mardi gras we don't want them ripping shit off the walls and whatever like there was no decor to it and that's fine like
0: yeah i don't even care about that i'm just saying it was so bare bones yeah with all those things on top of Just like I had pointed out, the most base-level paint job, the most base-level, we'll put in air quotes, bathroom remodels. I'm thinking four out of five stars, and he's not going to like it, and he's going to hit me back and say why. I was going to say, dude, your place ain't that good, bro. I mean,
2: I was going to say three, but if you're going to do four, that seems fair. Like It's it's definitely not a two-star place. No. It's definitely not a two-star place. Um, I mean, four seems four seems generously fair you can do four and just be like yo bro like it's new orleans like people are here like part like you know you got you got to have you got to have more than i mean you have hand soap so you know people are going to need to clean themselves like throw a little body wash throw a little shampoo
0: well not only that like for me
2: Honestly, to also if you live in a town where you can't drink tap water, like throw a burger in your fridge. Well,
0: well, that's what I was gonna say. Or, guys, a twenty four pack of water is three bucks. Bottle water. Come on, you know, my lifts basically throughout that trip had water. Yeah, I I, I just it's 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 I think it's not too much to ask for base level things like that. Yeah, and dude, you can write me back for. I don't really give a shit.
2: And by the way, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of places in the world where drinking the tap water is fine, and you don't have to provide me with water. But like you're in you're in a place where everybody's gonna, like, wake up hungover, like throw a guy, especially without. It's not like we were in a neighborhood where like the mini marts across the street. Yeah. Throw some water. Throw some soap, some body wash, some uh, shampoo, dude. Every hotel just like minis. Just go grab some minis. Have a stack yeah. of them in that in that maid closet.
0: So next time crypto rant next time we do a dirtball meetup instead of giving me edibles bring me mini shampoo
2: and you brought back what a handful of the edibles no, a I handful for- of
0: the i completely forgot them completely
2: oh, i thought you said you grabbed some like threw them in your pocket or something like that or maybe that was Aunt ruth or uh sistaro
0: i completely forgot the edibles i i thought about it when i woke up and you know how it is you're packing you forget you know because they're in a plastic bag. And then I realized when I almost got to the airport, shit, I left his edibles. Because those would have been perfect for me. Yeah. Again, great, ge- great gesture. Appreciate it. I got them. You have them.
2: I got them. I got your M&Ms. I got your body lotion. I've got your Cetaphil. Shout out to your girlfriend for <laughs> hooking me up with some face moisturizer.
0: Yeah, so you have all that. And, and and a big dent. I think there was two hundred in there. You can see so There was a. You know, I was just kind of passing them around. There was a big dent in them, so it just sucks because those again would be nice. You know, a, l- a little, a little happy hours. You know, sometimes just take a take an M M&M and M or two. Which we all know, happy hour for me could get a little wild. But I really, I really love the city had a whole discussion with Brittany, same thing I had with Pete and you about like, could you live there? Cause she's a big fan of the city as well.
2: I could definitely live there. Like in terms of, you know, Pete and I were the same thing. It's like, you don't have any of the natural wonder that you have in some other places. Like he lives in the Hamptons. I live back at the beach in California. It's like, we surf, we snowboard. We do stuff like that. Like you don't have any of that stuff there. And I've, I've gotten to the point in my life, especially with this move, like my year I did in inland LA, somewhat inland LA was like, never again, never again for me. So for me, like, I don't think I could ever really truly live somewhere that doesn't where I can't do those kind of things. But as far as cities in America go, where I would live, if you if I was already beyond that point where it's like, well, you're not going to get that if you live in Chicago, you're not going to get that if you live in Austin, you're not going to get that if you whatever, um, it's very high on my list. I could, that is a city I could live in. I love, it's small, it's a small city, the downtown area is small, the area we were in, it's great. Like you can walk, you can bike everywhere. You can, you know, the food is just so good. The food. We went and got those charbroiled oysters, and and also the people. The people, people are so nice. Pete and I went to Drago's and got the charbroiled oysters on on uh, Monday night, and I was like, "This is something you got to do while you're here." And I was like, "Are you an oyster guy?" And he was like,
1: yeah, but,
2: like, he's like, I'm not, but you're selling me on, like, these things. So we get there, and the guy behind the counter is like, two dozen? And I was like, are we doing two dozen? And Pete was like, let's start with one because, like, I don't know if I'm going to be into it. And they came out, and they were, ob- like, he was obviously like, "This is the best. what a great call. These are incredible. And the guy just came over and was like, Merry Christmas, fellas, and threw us, like, eight more oysters just, like, on the house. Like, that is something that just straight up does not happen if you're in New York City. They don't just come over and give you free shit. At, like, a very well-known, it's not like this is an upstart restaurant (laughs) where they're trying to, like, build a loyal brand. Like, this place is on the must-try foods in New Orleans list. He's just giving away oysters.
0: That's amazing. Just giving them away.
2: I was just like that. Like I was like, imagine that happening in New York. It would never. It would never happen.
0: I mean, even when they heckled you, when that group of girls came up to you after the Saints Giants game, she said, "You suck, sir." Yeah. <laughs> it was even a polite heckle. Just walking up the Giants fans, telling them they suck. Following it up with a sir. Which big game tonight for the for the Saints? By the way. Huge game. Huge game
2: for both teams, really. Both
0: teams. A l- little preview for the uh, the weekly picks. I like what I saw out of them last week. Now, it's a little different on the road, but it, it should be a fun game. I have to get to this Mad Dog thing because Mad Dog has become a, a favorite discussion On this show, well, if we're gonna if we're
2: if we're heading into the sports portion of the show, I I do need to start with something. I will not be playing in the NFL this year. I just need to. I just need everybody to know that. I was thinking about playing for the Panthers if the Panthers made the playoffs. I will not be playing. Are we still doing
0: this? Are we still doing it or? You are giving so much attention. I don't even pay. I see. Here is my thing. I don't even pay attention to Aaron Rodgers. Pat
2: McAfee does. The, well, yeah. the, the, the the show and then and then the follow ups, the follow ups from all the sports rep- all the football reporters yesterday. I saw a follow up saying from from like some Jets or yeah, I think it was Connor, whoever the Jets reporter just to clarify Aaron's statements. He was ready to go if they made the playoffs, but they don't they're not in contention. So it's like, dude. I said this, and my manager, who was in New Orleans with us all weekend, will corroborate this story. She was like, "You think Aaron Rodgers is going to play this year?" This is a, this is a a month ago. I said, "If Aaron Rodgers, this is the Andy Ruther. I'm going to shove the L chain up my ass." I said, "If Aaron Rodgers plays in the NFL this year, I will eat glass." I was like, "I will go on the dirty sports live stream and eat glass." I will. Chew on a fucking pint glass and swallow it. And she's like, you're so confident. I go, he was never going to play. Not for one second was he ever going to play. He just couldn't get a season-ending injury and go away. So how do you stay in the mix? I'm going to play. I'm going to play. You knew when the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers, they weren't doing shit this year. I knew when the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers, they weren't doing shit this year. Everybody with... A fucking football half a football IQ knew when Zach Wilson became their quarterback they weren't doing shit this year and Aaron Rodgers one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time who shared a fucking QB room with Zach Wilson all summer acted like they were dude you knew they weren't going to make it this is the equivalent of me saying I'm gonna fucking you know I, I'm going to go – I'll I'll kill myself live on a podcast if the Mets win the next 15 World Series. It's not going to
0: happen. I know, but that's my point is everybody with any common sense knew. So, so and yet truth, we're still
2: reporting it yesterday.
0: I know, but my point is I personally – I just scroll through that. I see the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I see whatever he's saying on McAfee. And, and personally, I just scroll through it because I don't care. That you, like, you're irrelevant to me this season. You're not playing. I don't check in on what's going on with Joe Burrow. I see Joe Burrow on the sideline, right? But I don't I don't really care. You know, if I see a headline cuz you know, there'll be headlines in like the local Cincinnati paper and oh, you know, this is the timetable for Joe Burrow's rehab. It's like I don't even read that article cuz I don't I don't care. You're not playing, man. I don't care.
1: Well, but you would
2: you would be paying attention to it and Bengals fans would be paying attention to it if Joe Burrow was just like walking behind the post-game Jake Browning interviews and he was like, but if we made the Super Bowl, but if we made the Super Bowl, I might be there if we were in the Super Bowl. And they're like, why are you here? What are you doing? He's like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If for some reason the Super Bowl gets pushed back six weeks, I'll be in it. And you're like, all right,
0: dude. Cool. Good story, bro. Well, this actually is a good segue into the Mad Dog clip because we all know ESPN has evolved into just a circus at this point. And there's zero real takes. And there's zero... And and, and I know you said before the show you think he might actually believe this. But you watch this take with Mad Dog and... Jay Williams and Stephen A. Smith. And it's just so ludicrous. It's a clown show. And that's sports nowadays. I, I'd argue sports takes nowadays are, they're shit. They're like political takes. Most of them are shit. And we don't have any good legitimate sports take, sports journalism. And I don't know if you saw this, but they just aired the last episode of Real Sports. Like, that's done. You could argue Real Sports on HBO is one of the last few. Hey, we're going to do legit journalism. We're going to interview people. We're going to do interesting stories. We're going to ask tough questions. That's out the window now, man. Yeah. And I think partly because right, ESPN pays billions of dollars to air these these games with these teams, with the players, obviously, you're connected to. So they're not going to ask hard-hitting questions. Right. And that kind of goes into the Aaron Rodgers situation on Pat McAfee. We all know he never asked Aaron hard questions. Then we find out he was paying him, and you're just like, you're like, like, what is this then? It, I mean, I mean, this is
2: And we've talked about it before. We both like Pat and Pat was awesome to us. And honestly, even the Pat podcasting paying Aaron Rodgers thing is like it wasn't great. It wasn't a great look. But you get, into the, you get into the point of the year where it's like, Pat McAfee is now just going like, well, every Tuesday we do this thing where literally has nothing to do. With, like, we're just not doing a sports show anymore. We're just talking to Aaron Rodgers about like, what the fuck ever. And he's just going to come on and lie to everybody. And I'm cool with it. It's like, dude, if you have a show, Somebody just comes on just for, for for sixteen weeks. At what point do you go like we? Can, I don't know if we can do this anymore. Can you just come on today and talk about like the games,
0: or, or just ask him, or just legitimately say, "Come on, man, you ain't you ain't coming back." You you know who, you know who's not a fan of him.
3: Yeah,
2: Maddie doesn't like McAfee. Oh.
0: Can't stand him. He, that's not surprising. He he hates had some funny he he does some funny rants. His thing is like he doesn't take any stances, and just because you say a few f bombs and wear a cutoff shirt, you're like you're not controversial. But Maddie, <laughs> yeah, Matt, I I mean look, I, I that that's what that network is. Yeah, and again, we've talked about it at length, and I'm going to play this clip. And I believe this might have even been uh, Monday when I was flying home. I don't know when this was, or maybe Tuesday, but it was the beginning of the week. And and this is one of the clips that epitomizes the current state of ESPN and what they're airing.
3: We got to hear shot.
0: Oh, oh, hold on. Let me uh, let me let me add it to the stage again.
3: Now do this. Shaq.
0: What? So the premise, I guess, is having I- – I see the headline. Again, I didn't even know. I don't know what they were discussing. The headline says, is Steph Curry worthy of goat consideration? And I guess Shaq had weighed in on it on TNT, a show they, they actually give real takes or at least their actual opinions. And then this is where this conversation devolved with uh, your boy, Mad Dog
3: First off, we got to hear Shaq now do this. Shaq what? is uh, what? The fifth best center in the history of the NBA? Fifth. What? Fifth. What? what? Shaq. What do you mean what? Who, who, who's Shaq? the fourth I had a Shaquille O'Neal. Like a Jason, like Jason Williams is out what? of his what? seat. What? You want me Just-
2: Jason Williams is out of his seat.
0: He literally lifted his body up. And Constantly. leans in. Leans into the camera.
1: Yeah, that... I got it right here for you.
3: Cameron? Sure, go ahead. Kareem. Go ahead. Kareem. Okay. Yeah. Will. No. Uh, oh, my, Will? No, no. no. I'm not giving it to Will. No, you guys are crazy. I'm not giving it to Will. No. You're not going to Will Chamberlain, who averaged 50 points a game and scored Wh- 100 who a, a, a game in 30, 30 minutes. Who is a foot not. taller than 99% of the league? I got it, Will. Plus, oh, yeah. the most no. dominant player in NBA history. Who is stopping? Shaquille and O'Neal in any era. And who's? Uh, Tim Duncan is better than he is. Tim Duncan's better. Uh, uh, again, I like the pause.
2: Yeah, Jason Williams is passing out. Stephen A. Smith is having a full stroke. <laughs> you know what? What's crazy about the fucking having Mad Dog on television right now is that Steve. When when you saw, find yourself siding with Stephen A., you're like I was Jesus just about Christ. to say that. Yeah. What's crazy about ESPN, and we'll finish the clip. But here's 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 where ESPN went wrong. There was a time where mad dog was a shitty hot take local sports radio host that anybody with sports knowledge completely dismissed. And you were like the second ESPN radio came to New York. You were like, all right, well, I never have to listen to the fan anymore. And you knew there was this level coming out of Bristol, Connecticut, where it's like, we're not those guys. And then the next iteration of it was podcasts. We have a show, Uh, you know, fucking pardon my take has a show uh Pat McAfee has a show all these guys but then ESPN gave pardon my take a show gave Pat McAfee a show where ESPN now has the shitty local sports guy on national TV the the shitty thing with ESPN is they lowered themselves down to try to steal some of the audience back from the things that were you know, taking slices off the pie and it's like no you're supposed to be above me and andy and mad dog russo and the fucking punter without sleeves you're supposed to be better than that and it all starts honestly with the stephen a smith's and the skip Baylesses and the whatever and then it just eventually devolves into this we have the local sports guy in a pink salmon fucking jacket Listing power forwards in his top five centers of all time.
0: It's unreal.
3: And well, i tell you something. That's not a center. Tim Dunn's a quarterback. Well, though. Elijah 1 is better. Who we'll beat him four times. champion of Shaq's 4. Shacks no four. scoring titles to Shaq's 2. What are you talking about? And I'll tell Come you on, somebody man. else who's better. You can laugh where you want. I love Come Akeem, on. but he wants Shaq. Oh, he's uh, a better player than Shaq. Oh, God, he's better. Can, well, oh, he Army, killed, first off, he, he played did, Shaq win, and he I'm beat not, a four-straight game. Define me, better player. Tell me what better player means to you, doggy. I'm waiting for the definition, please. Okay, first off, who did Shaq beat in the NBA final in the pivot? It's not about who you beat. Well, oh, yes, the, it is. He beat not, Jason not. Collins, Rick Smiths, and who, did, who was Philly Shaq? You Matumbo. I'll tell you right now. The Kemba Matumbo. He's not better than Moses Malone. What? There's no
0: chance. Don't give me that Oh what. my lord, why are you no allowed to
3: talk bass right now, Jason or Jay Williams? I can they I they I get 15 better
1: centers right now. Matt Irvin Magic Johnson. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Dr. J. You telling me he's better than Pistol Pete merrick
2: Dog, no, these guys are centers.
1: What are you talking about? They were in the paint. They were in the Panther centers! Tim Duncan is a center. Now, you're telling me just because he started in the lineup with David Robinson that he wasn't the center? Just because he started every single game of his career with a center? At the center position and him not at the center? He's not a center? Moses Malone. Carl Malone. Mike Malone, coach of the Nuggets. Sam Malone. Have you seen him in the center of that bar? He's not on the outskirts. Yeah, every once in a while he went to the pool room. Every once in a while he went to the office. But that set was centered around a bar, and nobody was behind that bar but than Sam Malone. Also, I'll throw Woody in there. Woody. center other center of the bar, backup center of the cheers. He's better. What are we talking about here, Steven? Also. This Will Chamberlain talk. I played against Will Chamberlain. A lot of people don't know that. I'm a 70 year old man. I'm five for four. I played against Will Chamberlain because guys like me could play in the NBA in the 1950s. He dominated me. He never dunked the basketball once, but he dominated me. My Jewish rec league team played Will Chamberlain in a Western Conference Finals, and he dominated us. Best set I've ever seen. First black man I ever saw in my life. First person I ever met over fi- five foot seven. Unstoppable! He'd come to the lane and he'd just hold the ball over my heads. He'd say, jump up and get it! This was the NBA! He was doing tricks like this. I fuck I, I dude, I wish
2: I could throw him in the ocean. I swear to God, I fuck I there's when you are siding with Stephen A. Smith, you just feel like such a shit. He is the
0: worst of the worst. He's not even done here. Well,
3: why? It, you, I love Moses Malone. Elite you think rebounder. You think Shaq? I, you, you think, think Shaq? It, it, Malone, Moses Malone, Malone was not Shaq. Not a chance. Was-
0: L- listen to his Moses Malone argument. It's absolutely insane.
3: Great, Please, but he wasn't checked. Help, Lord. Malone led the Please. league in rebound.
0: So, right now, Jay Williams is praying. He, he You know the praying emoji or the thanks emoji? Yeah. That's literally what Jay Williams is doing right now. He's saying, Please, Lord.
3: Yeah. Help. Six oh. so consecutive what? years. For help so for what? He won two MVPs. He ever, Oh, you're nuts. What is a, here's, is a question, he boy, here's a question for you. <laughs> what oh, did Malone Lord. do That's with big. a bunch of castoffs against Bird, Parish, and McHale in the who? 81 Finals. Who, I looked who, who, it up today. 31 who? and a half and 17 rebounds. Nobody has Malone in their is saying Moses Malone is a Hall of Famer. The Jason Jason all the NBA Finals, 37 and 15. Jay, did he play a great center in the NBA Finals? But now, but now you're going to use it against yes, him because, because of who he's he was playing so against. Yes, he it doesn't matter, matter who he will play yes, against. It. I mean, at this point.
0: Jay is like, I can't do this.
2: It's so fucking stupid. It's just, it's just like, we're what's crazy is we're 50 years in. We've given this guy 50 years of airtime. He's never set foot on any athletic pitch in his whole life. And you know what? I love, you know, I love Maddie and I hope Maddie listens to this. I love Maddie, but Maddie for years, you listen to the fan. The audacity to even com- complain about a guy like Pat McAfee.
0: Yeah, but to be he, fair, this Matt, guy only Maddie, exists
1: because of WFM listeners.
0: Maddie listens, Maddie listens. Like he doesn't like he listens. It's it's like a trolling listen. Dude,
2: he Francesca is the best. All those no, people
0: no, no, he listens when people like he loves when people troll those guys. Yeah. Does that make sense? Sure. But he doesn't actually believe in their tape.
2: Well, we don't give it. You just like stop. Stop. We all the world needs to collectively stop tuning into this fuck bag. He is the worst of the worst. I'd rather watch Mina Kimes talk about what it's like to get hit over the middle in an NFL game than hear Mad Dog talk
1: about literally anything. Literally anything. I can't think of anything he's qualified to do. Rick Smiths is better. You see that mullet? Shaq never had a mullet. Couldn't even grow air.
0: I mean, we've talked about it. And I know we've both agreed. In our lifetime of actually watching basketball, as far as dominant, no one's been more, like when they're at their prime, again, the word's dominant. That'd be the adjective you use. No, one's a more dominant than Shaq in our lifetime. And it's not even close. Yeah. Like, like in those finals literally it's a, I mean, think about it. They had to hack him. Hence the term hack a Shaq. They had to jump on his back. You know, like how your nephew and yeah people who have little kids, they jump on your back and you can, that's literally what they had to do to Shaq to stop him, to put him at the free throw line. Listen, Hakeem is a
2: conversation, but he's not better. It's a conversation, though. He was great. The, the defensive players of the year, very much a more complete player, but no dominant. If he had been dominant, like those Wests, those Wests were way easier than they were. Him talking about him talking about who he beat in the finals. First, he had to get through the Spurs. First, he had to get through the Timberwolves. First, he had to get through the Kings. First, he had to get through. The, the Phoenix Suns, all these, the Mavericks teams, like all those Western, the Western Conference was so strong.
1: Hakeem went to two in his whole, fuck, two finals in his whole fucking career. Who was he getting through? He couldn't get through those Blazers teams. He couldn't get through the Sonics without a center. No center on either of those teams. Uh, a Sabonis. Like, You didn't dominate your
2: conference. Couldn't get through the Suns without a fucking center. uh, Olajuwon is a conversation, but he's not better than Shaq. It's Kareem. Like, if you think about the centers list, it's Kareem and then Shaq.
3: Yeah.
1: Prime Shaq was amazing. It's Kareem and then Shaq. And and again. Olajuwon is probably next. And then you're, and honestly, get the fuck out
2: of here with fuck Will Chamberlain first of all if you want to put him in the in the thing like whatever but like get the fuck out of here with that and get the fuck out of here with Moses Malone if Moses Malone was so good how come his prime was shorter than fucking Shaq's prime um you you're you're getting to the point where Jokic is quickly moving up as probably the next on the list cuz of everything he does
0: yeah, and then they're right. I mean, we've said it enough about Will. He he was a foot taller. I mean, the black and white video footage you see when he played of him Kansas,
2: playing Mad Dog Russo, like yeah. Tell tell me you're biased because you played against him.
0: A bunch of white firefighters were five foot eight. He's just getting the ball ducking. I mean, Will played so long ago. He wrote a hundred with marker on a white piece of paper. Like, they didn't have any sort of graphics to hold up a sign. That's how long ago it was.
1: He, uh, Andy, how about this? How about
2: this? Forget the fucking marker. He played so long ago, we don't know if the 100-point game happened. We have, abs- we have literally no proof. We have more proof of the moon landing.
0: Is that a conspiracy? Yeah. We have no video. There's no video of Will's 100-point game. No, there's no video.
2: Tripoli will spend half of the fucking punch drunk sports episodes talking about the earth is flat and we never went to the moon. His sports conspiracy should be did we'll score a hundred. We have no we have zero fucking proof of it.
0: So it happened in, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. In Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. In nineteen they, they March did 2nd. it in
2: honor of, of Charlie and the chocolate factory because the other people on the court were all umpalumpus.
0: The Philadelphia Warriors beat the Dicks 169 to 147. Oh my God, this is too funny. I love how there's no footage. That's insane to me. That's absolutely insane.
2: He was like, do I get like a trophy for scoring 100? Do I get like a news report? And the guy who owned the arena was like, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. You get nothing. Good day, sir.
0: (laughs) So here's what Mad Dog needs. Something that's really been extremely beneficial to you and I. He needs a little magic mind to get his mind right. Because his mind is absolutely insane magic mind
4: is
2: so is so great andy and I, i i think uh that we should keep magic mind from mad dog because it makes you it gives you that energy without the crash yes and i don't think this guy needs more energy to argue that old Haas rayburn is the greatest pitcher in baseball history
0: so here's a fun fact about magic mind this little bottle that you see which will be a game changer, like Joe said. Get your mind right. Great for energy. Keep you sustained. Is also the same size as the people that Wilt Chamberlain played against That's right. and scored hundred <laughs> points. Yes. They, they were they were this tall. I love this because you know it has all these things that I don't know really what they are. I just know they're great. The new Trump <laughs> is it nootropics? nootropics? Nootropics. Nootropics. Matcha. You're a big matcha guy. I'm a big matcha guy. Aptogens and vitamins,
3: all all in this little bottle.
0: Andy,
2: let me tell you about the Magic Mind routine that I have now that ever since Magic Mind sent us a free free little case of this stuff, is through the years, in the last couple of years, this matcha has become a thing. I've really gotten into matcha. And uh, I like matcha because it, it's, it's like coffee, but the crash isn't as hard. It's more of a sustained thing. Um, but I'm more of a, like, I like the taste of coffee better. Um, so through the years I've done matcha with like a shot of espresso in it, or I've done like a matcha and then I'll follow it up with a coffee. Um, now easy. You while you were doing the magic mind ad, I'm here drinking my cup of coffee, but I start my day now, especially on days when we have a dirty sports podcast. I get up. I always try to have a glass of water to start my day, glass of water magic mind now i've got a baseline then not only do i er, i immediately get some energy just to make coffee and have breakfast and then i've got this baseline of energy for the next couple of hours just from the magic mind and now i just add my coffee on top of it and i don't get as hard a crash because i got that magic mind matcha holding me up underneath it's really you know that it's i i want to say this because they they say it on their packaging don't feel like this has to be your morning routine. Make it just a part of your, of your already morning routine. I've just yeah. added it and it's fantastic. Cause you just take, just take it like a sh- little shot.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know it's, it's, it's so easy and you just mix it with a drink. And right now, all dirt balls can get fifty percent off your subscription for the next ten days with our code Dirty Sports. This is all you need to do. Simply go to www.magicmind.com forward slash Dirty Sports. Again, use our code Dirty Sports. That'll get you fifty percent off your subscription for the next ten days. That will be in the description of the podcast. Again, that's www dot magicmind dot com forward slash dirty sports promo code dirty sports all right you wanted to talk I saw you added clippers winning nine in a row I haven't watched any of these games so hop you can are on you watch
2: here. are you watching any basketball at all these days? are you just locked and loaded on the NFL until?
0: I've watched a little. I watched uh, in the last week. My extent of watching basketball was on my flight, Nick's sons.
2: Well, I, I just wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons. One, first of all, shout out to Chris Wild, his his season back on. You know, we might have to have, we might have to get a Chris Wild update. If, if the Clippers make it all. Obviously our next episode is Monday. That's the 1000th. That's Christmas day. Um, if the Clippers, I'm going to say it right now, Andy, if the Clippers make it all the way till a week from today and are still on this winning streak, I'm going to demand a Chris wild appearance. Um, but I, uh, they were so bad when James Harden joined the team that a lot of people were like, well, this is a nightmare. I was like, this is a nightmare. Um, but, you know, I, I've watched a few games during this nine-game winning streak. And what I like about it is James Harden has become exactly who I think he needs to be for this Clippers team to be good. Which is, if you go through the last, I don't know. I, I bet you if you go through the last, let's, let's call it the nine, nine games. Kawhi Leonard, I, I would say, is probably the leading scorer in six of those games. Um, this is all guesses, but, and then James Harden will be the leading scorer in like the other two or three. And that's kind of what you need. Like he can't be your guy. And obviously he was not the guy in Philadelphia last year, but it felt like in Philly, you have this, you were sort of deciding between playing through Embiid or Harden having a night. And it seems like right now, The Clippers are good because Kawhi is healthy and seems like the guy, but Harden is explosive enough still and talented enough still where every fourth or fifth game he can be your leading scorer. And yet he's still, you know, he's still getting a halfway decent amount of points. Most games he's in the high teens in the twenties, but he's not the focal point, but it's not that he's getting upset about not being the focal point Um, you know, those guys having a one, two punch, I mean, you don't, you don't see, uh, a lot in the NBA, those, those type of guys. And you haven't seen it with Harden, um, in a lot of his stops sort of being able to not be the dude. It's, it's almost like why he, you know, it it, like the, the D'Antoni Rockets days sort of created this monster, but now he's, he slipped into a nice role here. Do I think that the Clippers have like real title aspirations? No, but at the same time, you know, we're, the, the NBA has, we have seen some blockbuster moves in the NBA over the years um, with these teams going down to the to the trade deadline and being like, hey, let's, ma- let's make a splash and let's go get this guy. They're, they're probably a move like that away and I'm not sure that that move for them is out there. But it is nice. Like I see, I like seeing great players play great. Like I've never been an anti James Harden guy, and I've also never been like the world's biggest James Harden fan. Um, obviously, everybody knows I am the world's biggest Mike D'Antoni fan, um, and you know his greatness in Houston I think was facilitated by Mike D'Antoni. Um, but he is, he, you know, he's one of the great players of of our generation. That's that's happening right now and it's nice to see them playing well and it's nice to be in a city in LA where like you have two teams that you know that the Lakers have been very bad since they won the in-season tournament but they show you with that in-season tournament that's like when they can get going they're tough to beat with LeBron and AD so you have two teams in the city of LA right now that are I know the Lakers are struggling but like who who you can you have interest in and um yeah it's it, you know I was worried that I, I didn't I wasn't worried I was just like this is gonna be shit when they added them and it just didn't take and now all of a sudden they're fun to watch
0: it's all about coaching tyloo that's
2: right Goat. well listen I don't want to say tyloo goat but I think I was very critical of tyloo at some point and it's like for him to sort this out it is sort of impressive and I think that
0: coaches... Better coach tyloo or doc rivers
2: I think they're very similar um, it's a great question I don't know uh, I, I I'm leaning toward let me just say this feels like Tyloo is growing as a coach over the last few years so and it and it never really felt like it felt like Doc didn't really ever grow as a coach he yeah, never yeah, really yeah. evolved
0: I, I, so, I, would, I would lean towards Tyloo
2: I'd lead towards Ty. I, I'd say I'd probably say they're even ish right now. But I'm I'm leaning toward Tyloo getting better, continuing to get better because he had Tyloo was bad when he started. Doc Rivers was kind of meh when he started, and and in my opinion was kind of meh the whole way through. Tyloo was bad. Now Ty is good. I don't know if Tyloo will ever be an elite NBA coach, but. I, he's trending to be better than Doc Rivers And and NBA fans are dumb Because they'll just talk about the title And they'll talk about whatever And it's like, no one gives a shit, dude
0: Well, Ty Lue has a title
2: Right But, like, Doc Rivers went You know, like Doc Rivers has Doc Rivers has just been You know, actually You know, there is a chance that Doc Rivers uh, um, Or sorry, that Ty Lue, like Ends up having as much time As Ty Lue did
0: Ty Lue have as much time as Doc Rivers.
2: Yeah, maybe. I was going to say, like, you have, you have like, the longevity factor of him stockpiling wins and whatever. Yeah. But at this point, Ty Lue might, you know, he might get those years.
0: So I saw something that would be perfect for our hockey correspondent, Ryan Klatt. And obviously we don't have him here, but I did want to discuss this story just because... I couldn't get over it. Did you know Yamir Yager is playing in his 36th professional season?
2: I did know this. This is
0: insane.
2: I did know this, and I know that this is a big thing for his Hall of Fame candidacy, that he is not allowed to be eligible for the Hockey Hall of Fame until he's done playing professionally. Meanwhile, they did... Let Gretzky bypass the five-year window and all this. This is the story that I read about this. And um, I think that the hockey hall – like when you look at where Yarmir Yager stands, and I don't know he's the second all-time in points. Yeah. Yeah. In the NHL history. I don't know where he is on the goals list. I don't know where he is on whatever. But like put the guy in the hall of fame.
0: This is stupid. This is insane. So he's 51 – and he played for his hometown in a Czech league, the Kladno Knights.
2: And I believe he is an owner. Is that correct?
0: He is. He owns it. He made his debut for them as a teenager. Now he owns it. I mean, what's crazy is he—he he played in the NHL in 2018. Like, did you play in the NHL four years ago? Yeah. Playing the NHL, he's 46, 47.
2: And now they're saying you know he's not eligible for five years till after he's done. It's like he should. So not know like, that. Put him I, put him in the Hockey Hall of Fame five years from his last day in the NHL. What the fuck are we doing here?
0: I mean, this guy just can't give it up.
2: Loves him some hockey.
3: Fifty
0: one. As I've said pizza, every time we can you have imagine Ryan? pizza, can you mentioned Pizza Staro playing hockey. <laughs> not to throw Pete's age under the bus, but you know he's kind of open about yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Uh, Everybody knows, I say, every time Ryan Klaas on, my knowledge of hockey is based totally on NHLPA 94. I mean, you go back. He was in the league a couple of years, one or two years at that point, And then he had an epic mullet. An epic mullet.
0: You know what's crazy? I remember, again, not a hockey guy either, but I can remember as... <coughs> Bless you. Th- there, you. There was a kid in my third grade from, that moved to Cincinnati from Pittsburgh. Right? I vividly remember this when this kid moved in third grade. And he was a diehard Penguins fan. And I can just remember all he would rock would be Lemieux and Yager stuff. Like, think about that. I, I, I'm remembering, and maybe I'm off by a year or two, third, fourth, fifth grade. My, my, my point is, like, I'm remembering something from over 30 years ago of this guy playing. And that would be that'd be the equivalent of me being like, Yeah, I can't wait to see uh Barry Larkin this year in the independent league. Yeah. Or, or Eric Davis. It's insane.
2: i dude, can you imagine what the football equivalent is? Like in ter- I know obviously it's a short league, but like what year did what year did Yarmir Yager debut in that in the NHL? Like what was his first year?
0: Let me see here. It sounds like I'm right. Nineteen ninety.
1: Nineteen ninety.
0: That would have been my third grade.
2: That's crazy. I said not NHL PA ninety Do you know who's he's the, one of the
0: youngest players in NHL history, at age twenty, to score a cup. I'm sorry, to score a goal in the Stanley Cup Finals. Andy, do you know
2: who the nineteen ninety? So I'm assuming Yarmir Yager won that rookie of the year right
0: he uh man his wikipedia is deep um i mean shit you scribed,
2: and he's and he's got a lot of fucking accolades on there Bruh. but but just to give you some context do you know who the 1990 nfl rookie of the year was
0: 19 let's just see if i can get anywhere near close for this 1990 Ricky Waters.
2: Emmett Smith.
0: Emmett Smith.
2: Emmett Smith literally does commercials now where he plays and like where it's like, look at me. I'm an elderly man. <laughs> Come get this fucking sports cream. Yarmir Yager, same rookie year as Emmett Smith. Yarmir Yager still playing hockey. Emmett Smith's been retired for 20 years.
0: Emmett Smith doesn't know that he played. Yeah. Like, Emmett Smith's CTE is so deep, he has no clue that he played. Emmett
2: Smith wears Yarmir Yager's hockey jer- a hockey helmet around the old age home that he lives in in case he falls and hits his head.
0: That's unbelievable. I saw this and I was like, Is this a typo? Is he really fifty one years old playing in a league? Yeah. Guy just can't give it up. Put the guy in the hall of fame. I just yeah, it's I, I didn't know that. that was all news to me. That's insane. absolutely insane. yeah i I, w- I would love to hear somebody like Ryan's take on that a uh legit hockey fan. So we have a fair amount of calls from dirt balls today. Obviously we have NFL picks to get through. Do we want to do some calls now? Why don't we do this? Sure. A few few calls now and a few calls after.
2: Sure. Call Dirtball Call which?
0: Yeah. The NFL sandwich between the uh, the Dirtball calls. Okay, so like I said, we have a few calls. A lot of people getting a little nostalgic as we near episode 1000, which will air on Christmas Day. We obviously recorded that in New Orleans. So let's let's go some throwbacks or some some blasts from the past. This one warmed my heart right here.
4: Hey, AD and Joe, it's Thomas Anderson, former number two ranked dirtball. Um, was listening to the most recent episode, episode nine ninety seven. Um, I've been listening since episode four. Uh, you know, not on Twitter anymore because it's a cesspool. Not as turn, but just want to say thank you for the years of entertainment y'all have provided to me. And, uh, you know, you guys should be very proud. You have a fantastic thing going. And, uh, you know, just thank you. I really appreciate you guys and all the laughs you've given me over the years. And, you know, I hope y'all can't make it to New Orleans, but I'm sure you guys will have a great time. And, uh, Joe, don't drink too many hurricanes. Uh, Cottons are for pussies. And here's the next announcement. since
0: look at the oh text i just sent. my here. god i found this last night after i heard his call because i don't i don't want to you know i don't want to put this on air for yeah. him because without his permission this is what is the date on that
2: the date on that is
0: i don't know you cut it off okay so i cut it off so i know for a fact it's it's either september or october of 2014. So Thomas Anderson has been with us since 2014. The picture I sent Joe is him at a college football game holding up a sign that says Doris Burke's dick. He is a child.
2: A a full-on child. Like 13
0: or 14 years old.
2: He is significantly closer right in that picture to my nephew's age than he is to his own age right now. It is wild. I mean, I know we're just doing like this is how time works, but it's just, it's amazing. I think those are my favorite dirt balls. The dirt balls that were kids when it started and now adult like that have gone that, like you get these ones that are like, I was in high school, I was in college, I was whatever. And now I'm like, whatever. But these this, this kid's like in eighth grade and now he's an adult. He's like, can't make it, commuting to work. <laughs> You know, I'd love to be in New Orleans, but I have a a job. I have a wife and kids that I've got to support. Here's a picture of you at age ten holding a Dorsburg stick sign. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: I'm so glad. Like I, I saved certain things in my phone uh, from Twitter. This is how long ago that is. It says on the phone 3G. Yeah, like 3G feels. And then he came to the pitch in New York. Yeah, he. I remember he came
2: to. Uh, the live episode? Did we do a live episode at New York Comedy Club
0: with his buddy Ian? Right?
2: Yeah. yeah, came to he came to it at New York Comedy Club, and I remember them being like, uh, "I don't know if we're allowed to have like
0: children in here."
2: And I was like, "It's a podcast. It's during the day."
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, when he left that call, I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." And I found that picture. I was like going through my phone. I'm finding this picture. I know for a fact he held up, a, he, he was, I believe, and I'm pretty sure I'm right in this. That he was the first ever dirtball to hold up a sign at a live sporting event, something related to the show. Yeah. 2014. Just a child.
2: And we had some fun ones through the years, too. Shout out to Patrick Sullivan, who had a let Prano pitch sign in the front row of a Mets-Diamondbacks game. Yeah, and shout out to Patrick Sullivan for uh, the message he sent me a message the other day. congrats on a thousand I was like there's an name I haven't heard in a minute
0: Well here's a uh, here's a reminder call okay. I forgot about this and then it reminded me just basically our 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 number one Brock Purdy fan reminding a call from years ago I don't know probably six seven years ago and I, I was laughing hearing this call. All right, boys.
4: So uh, it's your pretty caller again. Actually, uh, I did call a long time ago. It's probably like a few years ago, and I figured I'd refresh this story because it's—I think it's pretty funny. Um, so, a few years back, uh, I started dating my girlfriend, and uh, we're still together, by the way. But uh, at that time, you know, her parents were pretty unsure about me. Uh, they didn't like me because I didn't have a, a good college education and whatever. They were on the fence. So. I went to pick them up at the airport with her, and I was driving my car. And uh, at one point, I had downloaded the Joe Prano Coach O ways audio, but I never used Waze. I just did it and used it for a little bit, thought it was funny, but I always use Apple Maps. Well, for some reason at the airport that day, the Apple Maps just was not loading. So I had to switch it over to Waze as we were leaving the airport, just picked up her parents. So uh, I throw Waze on and, and we're leaving the airport and it's, you know, a little bit awkward and uh, kind of silent. And all of a sudden you hear in a quarter mile, suck my tiger dick and exit right. <laughs> and for some fucking reason, my audio was so goddamn loud <laughs> in my car and on my Apple maps. I don't even have the sound turned on, but on my Waze I had it on and I totally forgot it was set on there. So, I uh, Yeah, pretty much fucked situation there, boys. Um, Took a long time to get past that one. Anyway, just wanted to refresh that story for any new listeners. And uh, uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, condoms are for. uh, um, Any haters out there? I love you guys, and uh, happy happy thousandth man. Really appreciate you boys, and uh, glad you guys are here for me. Peace. That's a great story.
2: That's a great story. And and first of all, good like. Congrats on pressing through like fuck hate her parents. Uh, you know, like who gives a shit what they think it's not none, none of your business to be totally honest, but I love that. Like it was already a dicey situation and it's just like, let's just take him to the day. You should have told her parents to suck your tiger dick, honestly, <laughs> but I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah. The coach always is, is an all timer. Yeah. That's an all timer. I wonder what he I think said. I
2: told. I think I told the story recently. Like I had it on, I, I'm more of a Google maps guy myself, but every once in a while I go to thing and I, and the same thing, I have my audio off on all my maps things, except ways for some reason. Yeah, me too. You know, and, and then, I never
0: use ways. I usually use Apple. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then, um, and then my girlfriend's like, what the fuck is this? Like, didn't even know it was me.
0: That's hilarious. So we have a first-time call, and then we'll wow. get to some NFL picks. First-time call from a long-time Dirtball.
5: What up, Dirty Sports, Joe and Andy? This is your number one DJ Dirtball, DJ J. Sizzle. DJ Sizzle. Sizzle. Well, I just want to say happy thousand episodes. I've been listening to you guys since about... Episode 16, um, and I haven't missed an episode since. Um, been, been with you guys through the whole journey, and I just want to say, hope for a thousand more. Um, keep it up. And uh, Joe, you know, when you're over here in my side of town, yours on me, no lights all day. Andy, whenever you want to leave uh, that beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio, and you're down over here in California, in SoCal, Palm Springs area, you know where to find me beers on me anyways congratulations guys take it easy dj sizzle i
0: can't believe so i can't believe he hadn't left the call he he, he texted me today because we're we're actually uh we're working on something fun that that i'm gonna drop uh on my personal something some funny graphics i i did like this anyway we're, we're mocking an, an album Okay. I'm doing some funny thing,
5: okay. uh,
0: like a music album cover. But anyway, he's like, what are you doing the show? And he's like, and he messaged me. And he was like, I left a call. He's like, I've never left a call. And I was like, you've never left a call? Yeah.
2: I remember the first time I met DJ Sizzle. That was when I was performing out in Palm Springs at, when the improv had a, had a show at one of the casinos out there. We went up to the roof, the, the, the penthouse bar there at whatever desert Springs or whatever the fucking, uh, whatever the hotel was there. And we had some Miller lights. And now I've, I've met up and he came to the next casino show. I did there the last time I was down, we've hung out a bunch of times. Uh, I went to his pool party there. He's obviously done a bunch of graphics work for us. Let me tell you how devout DJ sizzle is. Um, the other day, so my girlfriend's parents live out in the desert, and I needed I needed a, a favor in the desert. That was like a little di- it was a little bit of a dicey favor to ask for for somebody, um, and I and I was like and I needed it out there, and I didn't know I know no one out there. And then I was like, I bet you DJ Sizzle would do it for me. Like he's just that kind. He's just like a ride or die he's fucking praying. dirt ball. Um, and thankfully the, the issue that I had got resolved and I didn't even need to put in words what I needed from him. Um, but it was the kind of thing where it's like, you know, you have those friends where, you know, like, it's like the town. It's like, I can't tell you what we're going to do, but people are going to get hurt. And he's like, okay, whose car are we taking? Yeah. Like DJ sizzle is one of those dirt balls. And I knew I could count on him and thankfully I didn't have to, but there's a lot of dirt balls who are like ride or die. Turned down for never. And like, that's the best part. You know, that, that the reflective part of these thousands, thousands episodes and seeing everybody there in New Orleans and hanging out with people. It's funny because I'm always like, I owe you guys nothing. And that is, I still truly believe that. But at the same time, like when we were down there, I was like, Andy, I kind of feel bad not going out on a Sunday night. It's like the, the folks who are here, the folks who are here in New Orleans, these are fucking Ryder Dyers.
0: Yeah, I owe you guys everything. We don't have this without you guys, right? I mean, I mean, look, the, he he's a ride or die, and we'll hear that on the thousandth episode. Some basically ride or die stories from dirt balls, and uh, it's pretty amazing. And I'm sure many of them, like Jay Sizzle, have shared Miller Light with you, Joe. The only beer you're going to be drinking with the dirt ball fam.
2: Andy, I came back after a long weekend of, of drinking Miller lights. Sorry, hold on. I'm going to plug in my computer here getting a battery notice. Uh, I came in, I came back from a long weekend of drinking Miller lights in, um, in new Orleans and was like, I don't really need to keep partying. Like, and, and obviously I got back and I wasn't like partying. So i just trying to do this without losing anything else. Um, you know, obviously when I got back the first day, I wasn't like, let's party, but I opened my fridge. There's Miller lights in there as there always are a Miller light, Miller light bottles specifically in my fridge. And I, I said, you know, normally after a weekend of really having fun, Maybe I should take a day off just from, you know, from beer or from drinking, whatever. No. And this truly happened, Annie. Alone in my house. I opened the fridge. I cracked open a Miller Lite bottle, which there was many of consumed in New Orleans this weekend across the dirtball fam. And I and I held it up for a second. I sort of raised my glass to the dirty sports family because you talk about turn down for never. The comedy. We talked about this the other day on on the nine ninety eighth, I believe. But the comedy club did not know what to do about the dirt Like, you know, we have a sponsor in dirty in uh, here at Dirty Sports in Miller Lite, and you're like, you hope, you hope that it it, it convinces some people. I mean, I don't think I saw somebody order a non Miller Lite beer when it was an option the whole time. I mean, and it. It it gave me a special sort of feeling, Andy, to be on stage with a bucket of the finest Pilsner, the original light beer, and to just see piles of empty bottles on those glass tables at the Comedy House New Orleans. You know, I felt like I felt like an influencer for the first time in my life. I was like, let's do it, fam. Let's like when you when you kind of like cheers your audience and everybody holds up the exact same beverage, the official sponsor of the Dirty Sports podcast, the original light beer. Ah, it war- it warms my heart and cools my soul at the same time cuz it's 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 cold and golden. It's cold and
0: Well, and the same thing was going on at the Saints game, right? Yeah. Just like those Golden Saints, the golden Miller Lights were flowing. Dirtball's... balls all weekend long, supporting the brand, supporting Miller Lite. Really awesome to see. Guys, make it Miller time all season long. Get Miller Lite delivered right to your door. Visit MillerLite.com forward slash Dirty Sports. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Still responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
2: Can I tell you, besides besides drinking Comedy House New Orleans out of Miller Lights, forcing them to steal Miller Lights from the bar next door and flash freezing them to try to get them cold enough? Can I tell you my second favorite Miller Light moment of the trip? Yeah, Jesse Stanga Sunday morning before the Saints game rolls over. He's got a 12 pack of Miller Light cans, and he's like, "We got. I know we're not really like tailgating, but we got to bring these to the game, right?" So we take them. We go to uh, Central City Barbecue where it's obviously a bar, you know, in yeah. New Orleans, you can walk around with your beers, but you can't bring a drink into another bar rolls in. And I'm just like, this is a bad idea. I mean, we're going into another sure. establishment. And then I see it at one point in the bar, just like under a jacket on a chair. And then I kind of forget about it. I eat a little food. I have a, I have a a beer there. I have a bloody there. We start walking. 10 minute walk to the game, 15 minute walk to the game. We get outside and like, like a magician pulling his magic cloak off of his top hat to reveal a fucking bunny rabbit. He was like, abracadabra, Alakazam. Anybody want a fucking Miller light? I was like, I've never wanted anything more in my life. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And just Miller lights getting passed out to and what a great feeling. I got to say probably my f- my favorite thing about New Orleans is the the casual way that they treat alcohol. We're we're not in a we're not in a tailgate lot. He's just like, "You want a Miller Lite for a walk through the middle yeah. of a major American city?" Pretty awesome. For a football game, and I was like, "Yes, I do." And not even having it, not not a fear for 1 second that anybody was going to say shit
0: to me.
1: Not 1 second.
0: Yeah, they do it right in New Orleans. That's the that's for sure. They do it right with the open alcohol policy, open container policy. They really do. Like I said last episode, more cities should use that. They really should. I I don't understand. It just creates such a great vibe. And I did see that. I watched him bring in the Miller lights. I watched him put it under the jacket and then I watched as we did our little walk. with We had a nice little group of dirt balls and some of your buddies. And everybody was drinking Miller Lights. So great. And then I
2: got in there, got myself a tall boy. Oh, what a day.
0: So those what Saints are four-point underdogs tonight in Los Angeles at SoFi. I'll start first. I'm taking – this is a no-brainer for me. I'm taking the Saints to cover.
2: Now, let me ask you something. Do you think the Saints – Win this game, or do you think the Rams in this game?
0: I'd still lean towards the Rams. Yeah, I. Here's the thing, I really enjoyed my experience down there. It's like I'll probably be pulling for the Saints tonight. Oh, I like
2: that. I like that. Um, I also am going to take the Saints for i it, to me it's so this game sort of coin flip on who wins seems like a large spread yeah you know it seems like a 3 point it seems like that's the point you know you're you're getting that extra point um it seems like it should be a 3 point rams home game spread um i am in the in, in contention in my um in my uh uh confidence pool for the for the yearly title so sadly, because I picked the Rams to win the game, I'll be rooting for the Rams. The Rams, but I agree with you in the same way. It's like, and I said this while I was down there. If I moved to New Orleans, we saw it after the game. I don't know if you were outside yet at that point, but I asked some guy about it. There was a guy there who had his kids. He had a Giants jersey on and a Saints hat. He had a, he had one girl in Giants gear and one girl in Saints gear. And I was like, How did this happen? Is this like a is this like a couple thing? Like your wife is a Saints fan and you're a Giants fan? He's like, No. He's like, I'm from New Jersey. I'm a Giants fan, but I've lived down here for a while and like just adopted the Saints. And like, I could 100% see that. Like, it is a fun atmosphere and a fun team to root for. I'll be rooting against
0: them tonight, um,
2: but I think they cover.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. All right, we have two games on Sunday. We have a game on NBC and we have a game on Peacock. So Peacock is going to get a game.
2: So Sunday is Christmas Eve. Correct. And we have two games on Saturday. Oh, it's, uh, no. Okay. So Saturday is the 23rd, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. You said Sunday. And I oh, was like, sorry. aren't all the, because I know we have Christmas yeah. Day games.
0: Sorry, my bad. Yeah. So okay. Saturday you have two games. Got it. You get the Bengals Steelers and you have the Bills Chargers all on NBC Networks. It's it's gonna be the peacock debut for an NFL game, and they're also going to test something. They are doing no advertisements in the fourth quarter.
2: Ooh. And both games? No. In the in the peacock game. I
0: believe in the peacock game. Yeah. So your NBC game, a must, definitely a must win for probably both teams, definitely yeah. Steelers. Uh, the Bengals traveled to Pittsburgh, where it will be Mason Rudolph versus Jake Browning, who's three and one as a Bengals starter. The Cincinnati Bengals are two and a half point favorites. Now, no Jamar Chase. That was the news before we started the show. Yeah. Uh, no DJ Reader, who's like their big run stopper up the middle. Right. The Bengals already were terrible against the run. So, again, you have two backups. You have one who's played very well in Jake Browning, and you have Whack a Mole. Yeah. Mason Rudolph known more for getting his head bonked than actually playing football.
2: I think this game is a sneaky game, a division game, you know, uh, even if it was like Trubisky, I might be like, Ooh, sneaky Steelers pick here. Not Mason Rudolph, not Mason Rudolph. Uh, The, the other reindeers will not let him join in their reindeer games this Saturday. (laughs) He is, Trash, and I'm I'm all in on your Bengals for this game. Bengals win and cover
0: my Bengals. The Bengals are winning four in a row with Jake Browning, four in a row. That's interesting, and I agree. I I, I just look. I I can't. I and I agree with what you said about Trubisky. Anybody, but whack a mole And and, and if the Steelers win, I'm not going to regret this pick. I just, again, anybody but whack-a-mole. I just, I can't.
2: And 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 honestly, your Bengals showed a little fight last game. You know, the the comeback was huge. I feel like uh, I almost might be more confident in this game had they lost to the Vikings. But at the same time, you can't be, can't not feel a little bit extra confidence in the way that they came back. Had they, had they won like a close, like, you know, nail biter, just like back and forth the whole game, but, but showing a little grit, showing a little heart, showing the comeback ability. I mean, obviously the Steelers defense is good and, uh, will probably.
0: So they, so just, it's just a heads up. They played, that was Browning's first game and he got absolutely his ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. And they lost at home. So now obviously this one's on the road. So, I mean, look, th- there is that in play. There's the Steelers. again. I just don't think the Steelers can score enough points. That's my thing. That's exactly it.
2: I mean, we're ta- we're ta- like I, like Kenny Pickett. Forget it. I'm all in on the Steelers. Maybe even Trubisky. I'm like, ooh, I let sneaky. Not Mason Rudolph.
0: Mason Rudolph essentially fighting for their season slash yeah. possibly Mike Tomlin's job. All right, so we're both going to take the Bengals. Your next game, like I alluded to, on Peacock, Bills-Chargers in L.A. Ooh, the spread keeps just going farther and farther away from the Chargers. Bills are now 12-and-a-half point favorite. Wow. The Buffalo Bills and Andy Ruther placed a small wager to win the AFC and to also win the Super Bowl. I, you bet them both. I bet them both separately. Wow. Did you bet them to win the AFC East? I did not. I should have done that, too. That was, yeah. that was reckless so the 12 and a half Easton Stick
1: I'll let me
2: say this Interim coach makes me want to bet the Chargers 12 and a half wants me to, makes me want to bet the Chargers Dude they gave up 63 points to the Raiders 63 points to the Raiders They gave up 63 points Like let's say Interim coach cuts it in half I think the bills cover if they score 31 points I, I crazy I got to take the bills
0: To gain a point I want to take the Chargers but I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it on this game. I Where I just,
2: where where is it at right now? 3 You're up 2. 2 Are you sure? Because I think I was up two and I picked up a game last week, didn't I?
0: It's
2: It's two or three. I think you told me that. I don't know if that was true.
0: Ah, you did pick up a game. Damn. Okay. Which game did you pick up?
2: I don't know. You told me it. I have not seen it.
0: You picked up. Yeah. I took Green Bay and Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. You picked up a game. So you are up three. I'm still going to go with the bills.
2: Not the game. You're going
3: to. Not the game.
0: Not the game. Not the game. Maybe we'll do another game. All right. Moving on to Sunday. You have Colts Falcons in Atlanta. The Colts are one and a half point dogs. Wait, who? The Colts are one and a half point dogs. The Falcons are one and a half point favorites. Wow, I'm gonna go with the Colts.
2: Really makes me rethink this game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Colts too. I'm. Um, I, I. I like. I don't know where it's coming from. I mean, I know. I mean, I guess the Falcons are way better at home. But the Falcons really let me down last weekend.
0: Well, we both have all three same picks so far. Yeah, we'll we'll mix it up. All four. Okay, Seahawks tight. I'm sorry, yeah, Seahawks, Titans. Seahawks with a huge win against the Cowboys. They travel to Tennessee where they are two and a half point favorites. Against the Titans. I'll I'll go first. Yeah. Right? I'll take
2: the Titans. This is your opportunity, Andy. You're on Drew Locke and the Seahawks. I, I was I was gonna take the Titans still. It's okay. You can do that. West to east, big win. I'll take the short
0: I, I have to take some gambles and I'll take a gamble. I'll take Seattle. Okay. There it is.
2: I think you could I think you could easily get that
0: one. I could. I don't know about easily. I think it'll be an interesting game.
2: I could see the Titans winning this game, by the way.
0: So could I. All right, Lions Vikings. This one's in Minnesota. Detroit's a three-and-a-half-point favorite.
4: This one's I, scary.
0: It is scary. And and the, the Vikings have announced that they... I have to do this story because it's uh, classic NFL. The team's involved. So the Vikings have announced that they're going to change their turf for next year. They are... Only three teams have uh, what is called slit film turf. The Bengals, the Vikings... And the Colts, and according to studies, studies have shown a small increase in rate of injuries
2: on the slit film.
0: On the slit film, and only three teams have it. Minnesota announced they're replacing it next year. The Colts announced they're replacing it last year, or next year too. The Bengals are like, the eh, fuck Joe Burrow, right? they <laughs> eh, fuck him." And, and and that's why I'm bringing this story up because. To replace the surface, it's going to cost... Can
2: can we, like, I just need to do one thing before you can. Like, I've taken a lot of shit on this show for. We'll be in basketball talk and it'll, it'll be like, how do we, how are we talking about fucking top NBA point cards? And Prano brings up Eli Manning. You, like, this is Ruther with like Bengals ownership. We'll be talking about fucking
0: well we're Anything. talking about the vikings no no but no but yeah the story and it, means, and
2: it all comes back to bengal's ownership and their lack of spending money
0: well but it does but the, 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 that's what the story says the story's talking about there's only three teams and two of them are changing next year and they list what it cost it cost 1.3 million dollars to change which is nothing they're not changing it the bengal's ownership doesn't care about you like i'm sorry randy i'm sorry some of my buddies like I don't know, just the thought of spending money. They don't care about their quarterback. Can you imagine spending 200 and whatever his guaranteed contract was? I forget, 30 or whatever it was for bro. Can you imagine spending that much money and saying, but we don't want to spend – like, get the new fucking turf.
2: I mean, I think that they should change it between this week and next week just in case we go to the Super Bowl. I could be back. Are we coming- I don't know. I'm just saying I might be.
0: <laughs> and-, and hopefully they do change the turf. just saying like get 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 the you know get a change. take care now, of your boy now yeah take care of burrow now this is three and a half points i'm up i'm too scared to take the vikings in this i'm gonna go with the lions the lions but they give up points against a good defense
2: vikings are playing some defense
0: Well, yeah, they did until that fourth quarter of that Bengals game. But
2: it just feels – I mean, I kind of agree with you. It just feels like – I don't believe that – I shouldn't say that. I guess I – a little bit. There's a very small part of me that thinks the Vikings can win this game. But I don't think they're going to. The half-point hook is a little scary, but I'm also on – I'm sorry, Andy. I'm also on the Lions. All right. Have we picked every game the same so far? No.
0: Seattle, Tennessee. Seattle, right. Commanders, Jets.
2: This is going to be an interesting one.
0: Jets are three-point favorites.
2: I couldn't even... So in my confidence pool, I couldn't decide who was going to win this game. Oh, the Commander's just bad, and it's in New York. I'll take the Jets to cover I I think that's stupid though but I really take, they're both bad
0: I'm gonna take the commanders okay there you go that's that's the point I'm trying to pick up okay Packers Panthers dude everybody's on the Packers dick right they get they climb back to six and six yep. they lose two straight basically almost out of the playoffs they're five-point favorites in Charlotte.
2: I think they hang around Well, the yeah. playoff hunt.
0: I'm first. I think they win in cover. Yeah, same. All right, your next game is real interesting because it looks like C.J. Stroud will not play, most likely, in the concussion protocol. The Browns head down to the Texans. I mean, we got... What's his name? Joe Flacco still playing, one, two in a row. The Browns are two and a half point favorites.
2: What are we talking about here? Without CJ Stroud and and the Browns being nine and five with the, like I'm going with the I'm going with the Browns. Two and a half. I know it's in Houston. Houston's banged up. Houston's, yeah. banged up. Houston's banged up. If this was a three and a half or four point game, I'd say I don't really care who's playing quarterback. I think the Texans keep it tight. Um, no, I'm a, I'll take the Browns.
0: And you know who's gonna be rooting for the Browns? Our boy Randy. Because he's fighting for a playoff spot with Houston. And Houston beat them. You could be rooting for the Brownies. Okay, so I agree. I just, you know, come on. I just think that D's too good against the backup. All right, Jags, Bucks. Tampa's a two and a half point favorite. The Jags have lost three in a row. I think they turned the tide around. I think the Jags win and cover.
2: I think the Jags win and cover too. But now, why are we why? Let me ask you something, Andy, because I agree with you. Why do we believe that, though? What has Jacksonville shown us?
0: Nothing, just that they're ready.
2: compared to what, what Tampa Bay shows. Like, it, you know, it's crazy, but like Trevor Lawrence was sort of the. For sure thing, one Baker Mayfield was sort of the fucking how, why, why did anybody take him one? One obviously, Baker's on his what third team. Um, but I don't know, like, I agree with you, but I don't know why. There's something about it, it almost feels like how many weeks can I be wrong in a row about the Jaguars is why. But Tampa's like playing good. And is currently leading that division,
1: and it's in Tampa. Seven and seven, and it's in Tampa. Why do
2: we believe in the Jags so hard? Is my question. We both believe. We both have the same pick. I just want to know what's
0: wrong with us. I'm. I'm just saying. I don't think they lose four in a row. That's okay. just. I just don't think. And do I, we.
2: May, do we maybe think that the Bucks are playing above their heads right now?
0: I just think, look, again, I'm just basing it off. I think they're an overall good team, the Jags. They're now tied with the Colts and the Texans as far as the same win losses. So, like, they're still in first place based on tiebreakers. But, dude, you lose this. You're most likely out of first place.
2: I mean, Trevor Lawrence can't stop
0: fumbling. Can't stop fumbling. I mean, he fumbled when he wasn't even hit on that one play against the yeah. the Ravens. He's got to get rid of that hair, man. He's too much of a pretty boy. Get rid of the locks, bro. Go short. That's he my should advice. do the Dirk. Remember
2: Dirk? Like every year would start with like a shaved head. I'm not talking about get a haircut. Cause here's the thing, if Trevor Lawrence gets like a regular old haircut, you're gonna be like, looks weird. Cause you know what? He's got a weird fucking face. Let's be honest. He looks like a fucking gumby character. Like you got a gumby. You got a weird face, bro. <laughs> you just gotta go
0: crew cut. So there was a there was a there was a little restaurant. So I flew through Dallas Fort Worth. Did you know he's got like I assume he probably has one in the actual city? There's a little like restaurant just called Novitsky. Really? Yeah, in the, I in the airport.
2: I love that. How do you go Nowitzki? How do you not just go Dirk's?
0: Yeah, it was weird. All right, we've both taking the Jags. Cards, Bears. This one's in Chicago. Two bad teams. The Bears are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Wow. Am
2: I first? Yeah. I'm going to give you an opportunity here. I think the Bears win the game, but I think the Cardinals cover. People so high on the fucking Bears. All they fucking do is lose games.
0: It's an opportunity I'm not taking. Okay. I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover. All right, Dolphins-Falcon. I'm sorry, Dolphins-Cowboys. Miami's a one-point favorite. The Paper Tiger Bowl. The Paper Tiger Bowl. I think the Cowboys win and cover this Paper Tiger Bowl.
2: I do too. I think the Cowboys win like you know the Cowboys are so bad on the road or well so mediocre on the road as compared to how great they are at home, but I think the Cowboys defense and I think the Cowboys I I think the Cowboys just being a little bit tougher. Um I think they win this game. And Tyreek Hill not playing.
0: No, you know why he's busy having kids. You see yeah. this shit? Yeah, you see this shit? Yeah,
2: his third child this year with three different women.
0: So you kill had a third these child. You
2: hate their money, these they do hate their money.
0: Two of the baby moms have just filed paternity suits. Hill already has seven children and just got, dude, I, I love all these pictures, and he just got married a couple weeks ago
2: yo calm down bro
0: like I just don't get it man you hate your fucking money
2: I said this I I I, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the show but I said this because you you did a when Philip Rivers had his tenth kid you, you did the Philip Rivers loves fucking even though he won't say fuck joke and my reply was i I disagree wholeheartedly I think he's fucked exactly ten times in his life. I think Philip Rivers fucks to have kids, and that's it, because Jesus is watching. But we we make fun of guys like fucking. It's like, dude, Tyreek Hills had Tyreek Hills had seventy percent of your kids in like one fifteenth of the time. Like, Philip Rivers has a kid who's like twenty five years old now. Tyreek Hills got seven kids under four. Like that dude loves fucking. <laughs> That dude hates condoms. That dude hates his money. That's what he hates. Forget condoms, dude. Like, also, just, like, just pull fucking out. pull out,
0: dude. Yeah, what are we doing here? Just pull out, man. Just pull out. Like,
1: dude. I wish somebody could, like... I wish there was
2: just, like, a, a, like an, an accountant in the room. Just, like, as he's on his last six strokes. It's like, dude... In the next six strokes, I'll give you two and a half million dollars to not come in her. Like, just, have, just hold a bag of cash there. Two and a half million dollars if you don't come in her right now. Who's turning that
0: down? He's like, nah, I got to. <laughs> You're like, why? <laughs> why? I mean, it feels great, but just pull out, man. Dude, if, if, if you came into the room
2: while I was having sex and you were like, I'll give you a double cheeseburger to pull out. I'd be like, done. you drive a hard bargain. Also, I was going to pull out anyway, because I do it every single time.
0: <laughs> it's not that hard, man. Like, like when, when the thing is money is a different level. So
2: I just said, I do it for a double cheeseburger.
0: That's what it's, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like we're talking about protecting your money it's it's just insane like do clearly these women know what they're doing man you're their golden ticket it's obvious yeah and it's it's fucked up for the record like using a a human's life that's next level sick in my head as well yeah like why are you doing that but come on man like you might be getting a new nickname soon like Cheetah, we might have to remove Cheetah. Yeah, I mean, they're start, start calling you Daddy. Like, because yeah. you're gonna have so many kids, you're just Daddy. You're not Cheetah. You're Daddy. I, I think.
2: Say- I think it's. I think we should. We should give him one of the names of the Wu Tang, but we spell it differently. We spell it with a J instead of a G. He's Jizza. <laughs> <laughs> the Rizza, the Jizza. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Like JZAA? or JZA, I mean?
2: Yeah, JZA.
0: I want to see a video of him running. You know, he's so fast. I want to see I want to see you run from each baby mama's house. Like this is a, like he has his own marathon. You could do the Tyreek Hill marathon. You run from each baby mama's house and you've done 26.2 miles in greater Miami. But I think As far as the game goes, I think Tua faces a real defense, and we've all seen what happens, and I think there's issues. So I think the Cowboys win that game. Agreed. And then if the Bills win, then the Bills are only a game back.
2: And still have a game against Miami left.
0: Patriots-Broncos, your NFL network. That's going to be your Sunday night game.
2: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Denver's a six and a half point favorite. Wow, that's big. It's too big for me. It's in Denver. It's in Denver. I'm going with the Patriots. It's too big for me.
2: I'm just thinking here about the strategy of stealing a point from you with Russ.
3: Ooh,
2: that's a little cocky. It's like I got a three point lead here. Go for it. I, I want you to. I kind of, I kind of want to too. I got a three-point lead here. Seems crazy not just to hold the, the ball the way Russ does when he's in the pocket, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. This is a reckless decision. The, like when you said six and a half, I was like too big, too big. I'll do it though. Let's go, Broncos. Cover reckless. Can you imagine if I? If, can you imagine if I fucking piss away a lead here in? three weeks out because I take Russ. But fuck it. Let's go. But you could also gain a point. Christmas could also also gain a point.
0: Christmas could come early. I hate this pick. But I'm just that big of a dickhead. Russ is such a dork. He looks like the guy who probably still believes in Santa.
2: A hundred percent. He believes Santa and Jesus is the same person. He believes Jesus delivers his gifts. His kids are concerned that his kids are like... Can you not believe in Santa? We don't get any gifts. He's like, well, I guess you were bad this year. Jesus didn't show up with your gifts. <laughs> Russell Wilson still believes in Santa Claus.
0: I, I I don't I don't get how he got Ciara, man. I do. I don't either. Like I don't she, get she, that.
2: She's also a Jesus freak, I assume.
0: No, but I think he turned her into one. Oh really? You know, especially with her history and you know her music and she's just she's so hot and i'm just like how?
2: do you remember when uh he had the straightened hair look when he clearly like decurled his hair and he just had like a side part and he looked like the world's biggest fucking dork like that right there like how is she not like what are we doing here what the fuck are we doing here Everybody calls you a Berenstein Bear. Were you just like trying to fucking do that? You're just trying to get a Berenstein Bear side part going?
0: He's such a dork. It's, well, it's, I
2: can't it's, believe I just did it, but I'm going to do it. Fuck it.
0: I can't believe you're doing this either.
2: I can't believe I'm doing it. Because I mean, even
0: if they win by six, they don't cover.
2: I know. I know. And the second you said I was like, too high too high but vegas knows something we don't
0: all right your monday you have three games on christmas the nfl is saying fuck you nba they really are your first game raiders Raiders. (laughs) raiders chiefs in kansas city Bro, I'm just looking at this. I didn't realize.
5: Patty Mahomes
0: is up. His TD interception ratio is 25 to 13 this year. He's not even two touchdowns per one interception. Man, that Taylor Swift curse is real.
2: That Taylor Swift curse is really real.
0: But I think they beat the shit out of the Raiders.
2: What's the spread?
0: And I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I agree with you.
2: Am I frozen? By the way,
0: yeah, you are.
2: Great. You had awesome. been
0: frozen for a while.
2: I haven't. Be, I, you know why I haven't frozen for a while, Andy? I have been doing this on a uh, incognito browser, as as somebody suggested to me. And now I didn't do it today for some reason. What a reckless decision! Just do well, the incognito browser.
0: Almost as reckless as choosing the Broncos.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you though. I, I think the Chiefs. N- Listen, I am. This is the first time I can honestly say I'm not super high on the Chiefs where I don't think like, oh, the Chiefs will figure it out. I'm confident the Chiefs are figuring it out. I don't care what the Chiefs' record is. The Chiefs are like the Lakers in the fucking 90s or the the 2000s. Like, I don't give a fuck with the regular season. I don't care where they're playing. This is the first time I feel that way. But I also think that it's the Raiders and that they need to get back on course. So I think they win and cover.
0: Yeah, the Raiders are feeling good after putting up a 63 spot in the Chargers. And Chiefs are going to be like, mm, cool, cool story. We're going to beat the shit out of you. All right. Giants, Eagles. Your boy, Tommy DeVito, rolls into the link where he is a 13 and a half point dog. Ooh.
2: I don't believe in Tommy DeVito. I've never really believed in Tommy DeVito. I don't really believe in the Giants but 13 might be too big 13 and a half 13 and a half can we a half can, point hook can i mention something andy oh, i did it for two we did it two weeks in a row but we could do it th- we could have done it three weeks in a row could i guess it would have been four weeks in a row um the eagles have not won a game since we got that phone call
0: why don't you say that you know the eagles well,
2: have not won a game since we got the phone
5: call respect the eagles
0: well, he called again, so let's hear it.
5: <laughs> Dirty motherfucking sports. with uh, here <laughs> the infamous Texas Philly dirt ball we called about the Eagles three weeks ago and said they're about to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, so, I have to admit, that was probably the worst take of all time. I will <laughs> fall on that sword. I got sucked into it. It was like, ah, uh, they're not in the, the Vikings level. They have clutch Jalen Hurts and... Everything was looking good. Pretty much they ran out of luck. Everything fell their way. Fucking sucks. I am known for being the number one jinx of all time. So, one, they might have actually been Super Bowl contenders, and I personally ruined it by jinxing them. You really? Just the way that it is. Um, Condoms are for me for not making it to (laughs) the 1000th episode.
0: So, they have lost every game since our boy. Now, I think they win this game.
2: I think they win this game too, obviously.
0: You're up first. Do they cover though?
2: I'm going to hate to lose a point taking the Giants to cover when I don't think the Giants are good. But I'll be honest. With the way the Eagles have been playing, literally this has nothing to do with the Giants. Nothing to do. 13 and a half division game. If it was 13-and-a-half, division game against the Commanders, I'm taking the Commanders. Uh, I'm taking the Giants. It's
0: a big spread. I'm trying to gain points. La oh, Eagles fly. Oh
2: my God! If I if if the, if we if we're even after this week because I lose on Russ and on the Giants in Philly.
1: Again, I don't I would, like. But this. if
2: I if I gain points on Russ and the Giants in Philly,
0: I don't like this, but. I think the Giants are really going to struggle to score points. I I, I do too, a hundred percent. This just
2: feels like a game though, where like it like I I think the, the the reason I think the Giants cover is I don't think that the Giants are ever in this game for real, but it feels like a game that's at halftime and the Giants are within a touchdown, and everybody's like, what is wrong with the Eagles? And then it's just a matter of like, do the Eagles just like shit and piss on them in the second half, which they very well could. Yeah. But the Giants defense did not play great last week. But the Giants defense has been playing really well. And the Giants have been taking the ball away. Didn't take the ball away last week. Jalen Hurts been giving the ball away. Um. Yeah. I hate it, but I'm going to do it.
0: Tommy Cutlets. All right. The best game of the week on paper. We got Ravens Niners. Your Christmas night, Monday night game. Niners are five-point favorites, which the Ravens fans or Ravens players were whining about, which is hilarious to me. This
2: game's in Baltimore? Or no, it's it's in it's-
0: Okay in uh santa clara okay but the i don't know if you saw the ravens players were
2: the audacity to make them underdogs to far and away the best team in the nfl
0: it was the the number is what i saw like so nfl your players are definitely checking out the spreads yeah they felt disrespected. I'm actually going to read the quote. There was a couple funny quotes. Uh their safety, Kyle Hamilton. We feel a little disrespected by that. I feel like we are the best team in the league. Okay, well, cool, dude. Do you not know how spreads work? Um, and then and then uh what was the other quote? Marlon Humphrey. He literally said by the size of the spread, my hurt my feelings a little bit. I was surprised to see it. I definitely want to make that incorrect for sure, and hopefully some people lose some money betting with them and making some money with us. Well, geez, NFL, it seems like your players really care about the spreads. Yeah, You know, this is what happens when you legalize gambling, which I'm for, but come on. Five is a lot. We're probably both going to take the Ravens, right? You go first. Or no. Taking
2: the Niners. And let me tell you why. I'm going to take the Ravens. Let me tell you why. Because of everything you just said. I actually think five is a lot. I actually think five is a lot in this game. I think the Niners are due to play a good, you know, a tight football game at some point. But the, the, this is what the Ravens are concerned about. Mm. This is the team that you, if you believe you're the best team in the league. You are playing the clear best team in the NFC. If you believe you're the best team in the league, then this is a Super Bowl preview. And you're worried about the fucking spread? Yeah. You're worried about the fucking spread?
0: So Niners win and cover. The Niners have won six in a row. Their closest game was 12-point win. I mean, they're, they're blowing everybody out double digits. So the spread, the five-point spread is 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 valid, I would argue.
2: Well, the fi- well, again, like you said, it's like, do you guys not know how this, the spread is to get people to bet evenly on both sides? No one was going to bet on you guys to win this game. They had to make it five to bet on you guys so that they could get it even. And if it were four and a half, and we didn't have this whole conversation, I might still go Ravens. Because I think this this Niners team is bound to play a close game at some point. It's probably better for them if they do. Yeah. But this is what you guys are talking about? Okay. Niners struggle with running quarterbacks, though. Niners struggle with a rushing quarterback.
0: harbaugh not john jim harbaugh for the chargers
2: if you're if you were still a chargers fan which i don't know if you are you own the sweatshirt i'd <laughs> see guys it was a business it was a business do you would you rather jim harbaugh or bill belichick it's
0: a good question it's a real good question Since they have a young quarterback, I'd probably go hardball. Yeah, I think I would
2: think I would too.
1: Yeah, because it was Brady the whole time. (laughs) You know it too.
0: We we actually have a call, somebody somebody agreeing with Maddie and I'm I'll get to that next episode saying the same thing. Like, yeah, Ruther, you're an idiot. It was Brady the whole time. Like, that's fine. You guys could think that. Like, again, I think it's insane to just, like, shit on a guy who won six Super Bowls and played in nine as a coach, like, made it to nine. All right, those are our picks. Like I said, we have a couple calls. We can get to those not next episode.
2: Because next episode
0: is the year 1000. So I'm going to give you guys a little preview. We just, we go down memory lane. It's wild. It's wacky. It's raunchy. It's what happens when you do a live show. We prepared almost nothing. Nothing. We have some interesting dirtball significant other guests.
2: Yeah. I loved the live episode to be totally honest with you. I think that the live episodes, you know, what's funny is <clears throat> this, the thousandth doing the thousandth live. Like, live episodes are totally different than regular episodes. Completely. And so to do a thousandth episode that's a live episode is really away from what, you know, this is like, oh, a a milestone-like episode. So you would think it's like when SNL does the 50th anniversary, not only do they do like a regular, they do like, they just show clips from the old thing. The live episodes, live episodes have always been different because you're also, and this is me as a comedian, this has always been my thing, especially now in the days of TikTok and Instagram reels and whatever. It's like, I know there's a lot of comedians who do um, comedy for their camera, for their TikTok, for their reel. I always think about doing comedy for the audience that's there and doing a show. It was important for me to do a show that those people enjoyed. They came, they flew to new Orleans. They drank a club out of Miller light. They fucking got airbnbs. They got hotels for me. It was doing a show for those people and we'll record it and put it out as the thousandth. But it being the thousandth and being a live episode is kind of crazy, but I had a blast and shout out to everybody who made it super fun. That is a fun room to do a podcast in. Um, and I think that, I think that the dirtballs who were there had a good time watching that show. I had a good time doing that show.
0: Yeah, like I said, I think during the show, I mean, it was a nice throwback. Just like, let's let it rip. Let's, again, like you said, the, the stand-up comic, let's just be no holes barred we, You know, we talk some sports. We talk a lot of random wild shit.
2: I barely remember shit that was said, to be totally honest with you, like on most of these shows, but that one even different drinking Miller lights the whole time. And uh but I had fun. I know that.
0: Yeah, it's a good time. So give us a call 310-359-8365. That's our hotline. We can get some calls next Thursday, December 28th.
1: Have yourselves a
0: merry little Christmas.
1: You know, it does kind of
0: suck the NFL's doing that one thing. I you know, I was I was looking forward to you know, watching a Christmas movie with my girl. It's like
2: also, as we always say, unofficial start of NBA season. I don't like to me and Christmas day should be NBA day. And I know the NFL doesn't give a fuck about that. But at the same time, the, I've noticed that the NBA, and I don't necessarily think it's just a ratings thing. I have noticed that the NBA defers to the NFL on Thanksgiving um I feel like the NFL should defer to I mean if it falls on a Sunday, it falls on a Sunday, which it did last year. But if it's on a Monday, just do your Monday night game.
0: Yeah. I know. Alright, guys. Follow us at the Dirty Sports on all social media.
2: Follow me at Joe Preno on all social media. Um Got some shows coming up in and around Los Angeles. Going to be here for a while. Um, I think the only uh, road gigs I maybe have lined up right now, I'll be in uh, San Luis Obispo at the end of uh, January. And in early February, I'll be down in San Diego. Looks like me and Pizza Starro are going to do a fun show at Goat Hill Golf Course. Uh, Goat Hill Park in Oceanside in early Feb, so keep your eyes and ears open for that. But follow me at Joe Prano on everything. And you know what, guys? I'll be drinking some Miller Lights on Christmas Day. Will you send me your Miller Lights on Christmas Day? I want to see a bow. I want to see them in Christmas sweaters. I'm going to wear my Christmas. I'm going to wear my Miller Light Christmas sweater on Christmas Day. Let's go.
0: Yeah, guys. Have a great Christmas. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the thousandth episode. It will be audio only. Quick disclaimer there. We, we did not film, so it will be audio only. And we'll be back next week live. So have a great holiday. Enjoy the thousandth episode. We'll See you guys then. And as always, stay dirty.